Um, I'm feeling like, and this has been all week, so I don't want to call it stress, ha ha ha, on topic. Um, <laughs> right. But like, doubt, I guess, is probably where I'm, is probably what I'm at. And it's like complete overwhelm, OCD, anxiety, like everything just freaking stop just for one second so I can catch my damn breath. Like I spilt my coffee. Yeah. Just now, and I was like, don't lose your shit. It's just don't coffee. Lose your shit. <laughs> so this feeling of over like you're feeling really overwhelmed. Like I can't catch up. Like lists keep building. I have too much I want to do. Even good things. Too many good things I want to do. Too many things I have to do. Yeah. Work is ma- sucking the life out of me. Like there's not enough time in the day. The weekends are too short. Then I'm in this like rabbit hole of like self-loathing, like body thoughts and obsessing about that. And I don't want to be cranky today because it's absolutely beautiful outside. And I have plans to go to the beach. But like, even that I'm like, it's too much. I can't handle. It's too much. Yeah. Something that's arguably like, oh, it's a beautiful day. This is um something that should be I don't know what I don't want to use the word easy but something that you know you can easily go yes is something I want to do even that's just feeling like too much correct what's that phrase about crying over spilled coffee <laughs> I think it's milk but um... no I know no I know oh <laughs> um not that that applies applies here I'm sorry that you feel this way especially because it sounds like it's been ongoing so it's not just but that's what happens right it's not just one thing if it was just the coffee that spilt it would be frustrating depending on where you spilt it if the cup broke um how much you love the coffee how much you need it but it's like everything compounded together um they call that what like acute stress when there's so much going on that's stressful that it's little things like feel huge but here's the thing like I don't that's why I'm like I don't know if I want to call it stress okay because I don't I guess I feel stress as a result but it's not the stress that is making me feel everything else Mm. if that makes sense I'm gonna go ahead and say slightly yes and slightly no so what if it's not the stress what is it I think that I'm in a complete state of overwhelm and burnout and nothing is nothing that I do is remedying it. So I just go, I'm just in this cycle of like so talking hard. myself off the ledge, feeling better for a little bit. And then the next day I'm back at the beginning. It's like, I'm not actually doing anything to get myself out of burnout or out of this overwhelm. How does a person get themselves out of being overwhelmed or out of burnout? I don't have any idea, which is why I haven't done it yet. Okay. So I see overwhel- being overwhelmed and burnout to be linked, but maybe different. So like, okay, I think I can see a solution for being overwhelmed would be something like make a priority list and 
instead of so like you can see everything in an overview of like I, I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this I need to do this I need to do this and then kind of go is it realistic that I can achieve all of these things yes or no okay cool how do you do that so you can be more strategic but burnout to me might be that you've been doing that like trying to rectify being overwhelmed for so long that it it, it feels endless um and yeah I think that's yeah. a, a really succinct way of capturing what is going on in my brain okay we've been in this state of just trying to freaking survive everything that's going on around us which has just been so chaotic and so stressful for so long like everything's been you know everything but life has been so uncertain or had so many elements of uncertainty to it that we're just trying to like breathe and catch up in general um when everything started with the pandemic and even before that and now it's just like there are so many areas in life that we we are a part of like our home lives and our work lives and our friendships and our exercise and trying to be healthy and trying to do self-care and I mean even that just sounds so overwhelming and that's like not even talking about all of the other little things that may or may not be on your mind right now so if you think that you're experiencing burnout that that's I I don't know um how does one overcome burnout I'm sure you can um maybe it's just taking that sabbatical that we've spoken about a few times um but maybe not I don't know yeah I don't know I don't know but I have to do something because I'm actually like thinking I might take mental health day tomorrow but I I know that's not gonna like solve my my larger problem but maybe it'll give me like a little bit of a reprieve yeah there's something about taking a day off work that feels maybe this is just me but there's this feeling of you know that everyone is working but you're not as opposed to a Sunday where most people aren't working. So it feel, there's something that feels different about a Monday that you're not at work versus Sunday where you're not at work, right? Mentally, there's that differentiation or not? No, totally. And then, and then like a holiday yes. off versus like I just took this day off. Yeah. And I what I tend to do, like I'll take days off if like, we're going somewhere or someone's coming to town or something like that. But I don't, I'm not good at taking days off. Like in these situations, it's almost like I have to plan it out. Yeah. But that's, that's like counterproductive because right now is when I need it. And I'm like, Oh no, let me look and see when it's convenient. But that's not really solving the problem. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and then like, then here's the other thing right like let's say I actually do take a mental health day I'll probably feel like weird about it all day weird to the point where I may not even enjoy it because it feels like you're not really sick or what no I don't really care about that like because I it's I don't really care about that it's more like a oh is this it's two things is this going to make the rest of my week worse because now I'm losing an entire day of getting stuff done right and do I have guilt over putting myself first right even though I preach right you you're first work is last I preach it all the time I'm like obnoxious about it I get on my soapbox 
but I still feel that sometimes not necessarily that work is more important than me, but guilt over, well, just, it's more of like a suck it up and just do what you have to do. Kind of like learned behavior, learned mentality that I'm struggling with. Yeah. But then also like putting so much pressure on myself to make sure that the day I took was worth it, that it becomes not worth it because I'm just not going with the flow. (laughs) And then I'm like, I can't sit in this fucking house. You need to actually be doing something like sitting at home. I can't just sit in this house. It's it's like a way. Exactly. That's similar to my, I'm trying to adapt to this, to not have that guilt. I think we spoke about this in the last episode where I'm trying to learn that taking a weekend to not see anyone and just do nothing, whether it's binge watch Love is Blind 2, which, spoiler, is not as good as the first season, um, or do whatever it is that I want to do is actually acceptable. Um, You know, one doesn't need to have plans all the time and carrying that level of guilt because of it. Like, it's okay to not do anything. It's okay to take a day of leave and spend it sleeping or napping or doing the crossword or whatever it is. But that's hard to do. Yeah. And tied into the stress of working from home, you have more time to focus on your areas of development, like doing a course online or making sure that you're doing things to better yourself. And when you're not doing that, and you're like, well, what the hell am I doing with my time? Like, I'm literally just wasting my time. This is ridiculous. Like, look at all these other people that are achieving all of these things. How, like, I need to be like them or whatever the case is. Like, surely when other people take a day of leave or they take a mental health day, they do something productive with it. Why can't I do that? I don't necessarily, like, the work from home thing gives you more time. Like, yeah, I don't have to commute. So yes, there's more time, but I certainly do not feel like I have more time. Hmm. I still feel like, and maybe that's a personal problem because of the way I choose to spend my time, but I don't feel like all of a sudden I have all this free time to do all these other things I want to do. But I know, like, I know a lot of that is mental and that I feel, I feel very drained from my job Mm. a lot of the time yeah so the time I do have it's difficult for me to to really get in in, it has been difficult for me to like use that time for other things like hobbies and I've broken out a lot of that a, a lot like I've broken through a lot of that I think like I'm really trying to like like I have been drawing I have been writing I have been like reading kind of I don't know I'm just babbling on, on about not Ooh, absolutely that, nothing that's great but, that's good but but I do like but I get enough. in these moments like this week where it like it sucked the life out of me and and I was so tired at, at the end of every single day that I wasn't like oh look at all this free time I have I was like thank god I you know it was like I don't know no I hear you so how does one manage the so-called stress or stresses and do you think anything precipitated these feelings of just exhaustion or um, stress, what makes this week different to all other weeks where in this particular week you, and is there anything that you think could have sparked these, um, this reaction or these feelings? Yeah, but I don't really want to get into all that. Um, so, 
good question, but for a different time. Welcome to another episode of Flower Topic. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about stress. Oh, it's good that we, we spoke about it a bit before this then. So you had some questions for me. I, yeah. I, will, I will oblige and answer some Okay, questions. so... I have layered questions, but in total, I have about five. Not that that really matters, but I felt like I need. Let's start out with just something very simple to ease our way into it. And okay. that is what makes you stressed? So I suppose the unknown makes me feel stressed. Feeling out of control makes me feel stressed. I went to the roller disco for the first time. I've never really, I've never done roller disco before. I've never ice skated. I've been to the ice rink, but I've never, I've just sort of like watched people. I've never rollerbladed. And I guess. It's that feeling of losing control where the shoes roll you around the disco as opposed to walking where you get to put the one foot in front of the other. And this whole activity made me incredibly stressed because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I felt super out of control. And the more um, I was being shown how to do it, it was just more and more stressful because I felt more and more out of control. And it's just that element of no control, not sure what's going to happen next. Part of my anxiety is I need to always have a strategy, a plan, an exit strategy. How do you know that it's stress and not another reaction or emotion? Because I heard you say things like anxiety or nervous or uncomfortable. What's the difference between those things and stress? I think stress is a physical response. Could be the anxiety or well, the anxiety could lead to stress. So I think stress is like the physical reaction of my body recoiling in a sense. So like my body tightening, shoulders tightening, muscles tightening. Stress also, I guess, is mental. So like the mental gymnastics that go along with stressing about a situation. So like intrusive thinking because I'm stressed leading to more stress because I have all these thoughts of what could go wrong. So stress is the reaction to a situation or thought. If something ha- like I can't get hold, let's say I can't get hold of someone um, like my mom and I, and I don't know why she should be answering her phone, anxiety will lead me to these scary thoughts, but those thoughts cause a stress response, which I would then say is stress. Mm, okay. But I don't know what the actual definition, do you have a definition or do you know what the I don't, I mean, no, I didn't look it up. I don't know, like clinically. Shall we look it up? Yeah, you want to look it up? Yeah. Definition of of diabetes, definitive edge auto, definition of teenage pregnancy. I feel like that's pretty definitive. Oh, I don't know why we need to define that. (laughs) Definition of stress. Okay. Well, while you're looking at that up, I will say that I, I I try to be careful about how I like label what's going on with me because I... And it's really just for my own like self-awareness and how it helps me like deal, I guess. So I, I try to, I try to like be aware. I'm having a hard time this morning articulating my thoughts. Um, it's because you I didn't get the just, coffee. Like, no, I have it. After I spilled it, I took a few deep, deep breaths. Okay. And I cleaned it up and I moved on. <laughs> okay, great. Um, <laughs> I, I literally spilled like three drops. It wasn't like the whole mug. Oh, okay. In my mind, it was a dramatic scene of coffee. Just it was not. <laughs> it was not. Okay, um, sorry. All right. 
if I'm in a state, I, I, I'm careful about how I label that, like whether it's anxiety, overwhelm, stress. And I know all of those things can be very similar and related and one can cause the other. Like I would say that they're very different stress and stress is very different for me and specific than like these other things because, you know, I have anxiety. So that's present for me in my life pretty much like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that I'm a stressed person, um, mm-hmm. but I had, you know, I can get stressed and trying to like identify what that feels like versus anxiety. Yeah. I think has helped, has helped me a little bit in, in terms of, okay, if I'm feeling stressed, like here's what I can do in the moment versus like, if am I having an anxious thoughts? Here's something else. Like, I don't know, maybe those two things can be the same too. So again, I'm just babbling, but no, you babble I do away. think there is a difference. Okay. I think there's a difference. So the definition of stress, uh, stress, the noun is pressure or tension exerted on a material object, which I like because even though they're not talking about mental stress, I see stress as that stress response of pressure or tension exerted on a material object. But in this case, I'm the object <laughs> that the stress and tension is being exerted on. Um, but it's also a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. And again, the verb is subject to pressure or tension. I've also Googled the difference between stress and anxiety. So let's see. The first thing that came up is stress is the body's reaction to a threat, the flight or fight. Anxiety is the body's reaction to stress. People can manage their stress and anxiety with relaxation te- uh, techniques, such as breathing, physical activity, talking about their worries, which is what we're doing today. Um, sometimes stress and anxiety can overwhelm people. Did not know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Google. Oh, shit. Okay, so... But that doesn't, I feel like that doesn't make sense. Stress is the body's reaction to a threat, whereas anxiety is the body's reaction. I also don't think anxiety is always a reaction to stress. Hmm. That seems too black and white. They're definitely meshed together. Because anxiety, according to Google, is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. Strong desire or concern yeah. to, do something or, uh, to do something or for something to happen so I do see that they are very linked I was actually thinking that maybe stress is like a once-off occurrence more like as in it's more of an isolated reaction versus anxiety which is like a very general general like blanket reaction so if you have anxiety you're you're maybe more prone to the isolated stress responses because you're heightened to react to something but this is just me thumb-sucking. There's absolutely no research or basis for me saying these things. That's okay. I mean, I think it's very personal. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I th- there's definitions, obviously, and there's differences. But when I'm feeling so overwhelmed, I feel like my brain can't even function. Just answering a question in simple English, I feel like I can't do. And then I feel like an idiot. And then I feel more stressed because I'm now conscious of the fact that I'm sounding like an idiot and I know my brain's not working the way I feel like it should be functioning and then it's just this chain of reactions which just lands up making me so stressed that I almost just shut down I guess and the more I shut down the less 
I'm able to communicate proficiently, which just makes things even worse. And then I just kind of go, sometimes it's just too much. And I actually need to just like detach from everything for a bit. No, Um, but I think that's the thing. Like I, I feel like I need to detach from everything for a bit and be in nothingness, if that makes sense. Like, like it's almost like I feel overstimulated to describe it a different way. And I need all of that to just go away Mm. for a little bit Mm. so I can feel like at peace. Well, that's why I think a lot of people do drugs, right? Escapism. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of other people do, but I mean. Right, right, right. And, you know, I can say I've never been into drugs, but I, and that's not, that's not me being like, oh, I'm so perfect. I've never been into drugs. Well, I can tell Um, you that anxiety drugs, the ones that I took for my, my op. Wow. I was like, drugs are amazing. My, uh, but that's know. not that that's different though. I thought I you meant like, no, I, know. I know. I thought yeah. you meant like cocaine. Um, I have like abused alcohol to, to get that escape. Right. So yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. Drugs now. Right. Um, but I'm trying, but I don't want to do that. Like I want, I want it to be in a healthy way. Okay. Like, so, I have been suffering with like immense stress because of this project deadline, which has just like been the worst. But I decided to Marie Kondo a bit of my room today. And I definitely found an element of like satisfaction and peace going through everything. Because I would like try on these outfits and you know that stupid montage scene in like chick flicks where like the girl tries on the outfit and the friends are sitting on the bed and they're like, yes, no, maybe, whatever. But I was the friend looking at myself in the mirror going, yes, no, maybe. It's like there were items of clothing that I've had for so many years. Like like we're talking like 15 years where I haven't worn the thing for like 12 years. And then I get all excited and nostalgic and then go, okay, you know what? This article of clothing has no room in my wardrobe. There's no space in my life for it. Putting it in the donation bag. And I definitely found that very cathartic and it definitely took away some of my stress. I'm not saying that that's what you should do. I just... I think I'm telling you this because it took something so random. I mean, it's not a run. I normally would go for a run. But just doing something completely different to just get you out of that thinking, even if it's just a moment for a moment. Again, I'm not saying do drugs, but I do know that drugs definitely help people because it forces you into a different, I don't know, dimension. I'm not sure. Whatever it is. Woo! So stress, <laughs> doing something out, I guess, breaking the routine, doing something different, focusing your brain on something else. Like with ASMR, autonomous sensory meridian response, the reason it works for me when I'm feeling anxious is because it like the sounds. I know you hate this, I know, but people have these triggers that elicit a relaxed response. And it's because it like the triggers trigger my brain to stop concentrating on whatever it is I'm stressing that I, that's making me stressed or anxious and like focuses on the tapping on the glass I don't know if it's fair to say I hate ASMR because I've never listened to it yeah. the idea like the way it's been described to me mm-hmm. makes me think I would be very annoyed by it but I've never actually given it a try I feel like if I lived in America, I would make you a special ASMR video and I'd go to Trader Joe's and I'd just like start tapping on all the products. Maybe you'd like that. 
because you do you get like ASMR rolling. The sound like that kind of sound I find so annoying. But there's like I could listen to like the the sound of like the ocean, but like someone like doing that, I'd be like fucking stop. But it's not like a. It's like a a gentle like the sound of a hairbrush, you know, or. Like oh. the soft, or like, like like the way that the person's like, there's so many different triggers. Like there'll be the soft spoken or the whispering, so it'll just be someone whispering oh. like positive affirmations, or it makes me really relax. And again, there's just like these assortment of triggers and ways that ASMR can be enjoyed, um, like the sound of the wind chimes. Yeah, the sound of wind chimes. There's this one uh, trigger called grasping. Which is literally where what is it? it's called grasping, where someone like um, grasps on objects, kind of like um, so the it's almost like a sticky sound, like just like repeated over and over again. Yes, and I think the repetition okay. is what relaxes me because it's almost like yeah. pattern pattern sound. Yeah. So your voice mm. so, and and oh, I can neatly tie this into what I said earlier. I think the reason I find patterned, patterned sounds relaxing is because my brain knows what to expect. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that, that like, going back to your no control mm. is what sparks stress. Yeah. That makes you feel controlled because you know what's coming next. Yes. I don't yeah. think it would, would benefit me to fly a plane. I don't think that would make me less stressed. <laughs> Uh, right right right. so it doesn't translate to everything you know it's interesting that you say not having control over something causes Mm. a stress response and i know we're different people so this is not a judgment that is that's not cause a stress response for me that causes an anxiety response where stress is more like i feel scattered and i have too much to do and and I'm rushing. That's what makes me feel stressed. It's just too much at one time. Yeah. And anxiety is is very closely like an overwhelm. Does it have levels? Leading to an overwhelm, I guess. Oh, totally. I think any any type of emotion or reaction. I don't think stress is an emotion. It's that it's your physical response. Yeah. There's yeah. There's totally levels. Even if you lived like even if you at the perfect job and you were so happy in your life you did everything you wanted to do you live where like you love where you live you have great friends and family you're going to be stressed about something that's just it's just reality traffic you know they don't have your favorite almond milk at the supermarket like any anything you know shit happens (laughs) yes all very (laughs) relatable those are very (laughs) those are very like privileged problems i do have another question for you Mm, do you think that stress is trying to teach you something like when you feel stressed or if, or is there anything that you can learn from that experience? I think my friends will tell you that stress about being late. Oh, being late. Okay. Yeah. Would, would be a lesson in planning my time better and being better with my time (laughs) management. And apparently An appropriate time to do my nails is not when my friend who I'm traveling with says, hey, we're leaving in two minutes. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) Clearly, this is from experience. Oh, yeah. I'm getting better. I'm working on it. 
that I've always struggled to be on time. Like for certain things, I'm always on time, like work or that's because right. you have to be. Yes. Do I learn from these experiences of being stressed? Clearly not, because I keep doing the same thing over and over again. So I don't know, maybe it's getting to a point where I think I enjoy self-sabotage and I just, you know, I want myself to stress. Like, I, I think there was a, a point in my life where I stressed so much. Like, I had so much going on. But I think I almost got to a point where that adrenaline that sort of pumps when you're stressed, I, I think maybe became like some sort of drug that I really enjoyed feeling mm. that, that adrenaline response and just kind of was like, yes, on the go, on the go, on the go. That's not sustainable because you will crash. And I did. I crashed hard. I would be curious if you examined that feeling that you have when you put yourself in those stressful situations like what that high feels like to you and how how you could get it from other things more beneficial to you than rushing (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't be seeking that thrill of that stress thrill I I probably shouldn't be seeing because stress is a killer Stress. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you took a look at like what that feels like, oh, I like see. what your body feels like, or what thoughts or what emotions come up for you in that state, like just wrote them down. If there was a way for you to get that, and I'm thinking more on the positive side, right? Not like because yeah. stress is not good for your body at all. It will kill us, right? But if there's like if there there's that thrill part of it for you that Mm. keeps you doing it like how do you identify kind of like what that feels like and then how do you get that in a positive way that doesn't you know raise your cortisol level levels it's chaos I think I I I have this I take pleasure in some form of chaos do you like drama um no like the drama of not um I'm going to bring up something so random, but there's a scene in a film where the guy, it's, he's just not that into you. And the guy says to her, do you just, you just thrive on drama. You just love drama. He goes, do you ever like not pay your bill on time just to have that like thrill of, you know, are you going to make it till the end of the month? And I don't think I have that. Or maybe I do. And I'm just in severe denial. I mean, you might be if you're <laughs> painting your nails two minutes before you have to leave. It's very risky. <laughs> I just want my nails to be pretty, okay? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I mean, but but also, you know, there we do things to ourselves that are not healthy. So maybe there isn't anything positive or healthy in that. You know, maybe it's just, it's like, no, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. No, say it. Well, I was going to say it's like having, it's like an addiction, Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm addicted to the adrenaline. How do you reach that? How do you have that adrenaline feeling, but in a more positive, healthy, like, do you need to go like, ride a like, ride roller coasters or something? To, like, I don't know. Or though, oh, oh, although English, do you ever, side note, ever mm. have like a difficult time saying words? Yeah. Like they just become like garbled. And you're like, that's not how you pronounce that. Or I find a hard time sometimes getting to the right word. I'll be saying something and then I'll be like, what is the word thing I'm trying to explain? And that just, yeah. But that happens when I'm really stressed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's why I say like a lot because it's fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I had this experience the other day where I was eating my breakfast and Seamus was asked me a question or was doing something and I went to like speak or like react or answer I don't remember exactly what what it was and I I was so like I couldn't I couldn't get it out with the like with the eating and then the sink was on and I was like I was like stop I was like give me a minute and I had to like spoon down and turn the water off to get the words. Okay. Well, and I could like say, <laughs> but it's it's like okay, you spoke about the overstimulation, and you know maybe you don't. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that a lot of people do this when you turn the music down so that you can have more succinct thoughts or um, yeah when you um when you turn the music down so you can see what it is that you're looking for like someone's like okay and you'll get to it when you turn right and you see the kfc but then you turn the music down so you can make sure that you can see the kfc but that's not actually like the two things are like i guess not mutually exclusive or whatever like you the music could be blaring you'll still visually be able to like your eyes will see the kfc but it relates to being overstimulated and our brains can only focus our attention on one thing perfectly you you cannot right divide your attention and still have the same level of focus as you would if you were just focusing on the one thing it's like giving it's like giving the the sense the being able to focus in on like one sense like seeing or hearing or smelling or talking that's not a sense (laughs) no but I'm (laughs) likening it to one (laughs) what I was going to say before I went rudely interrupted by me yes switch no before I rudely interrupted myself with my story of the I couldn't speak and think and eat at the same time um Mm. do you think that adrenaline is good for us like, does it elicit the same physical reaction or resp- like physical response as stress does? Well, stress is cortis- cortisol, cortis- the one with cortisol. the C. It's cortisol, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stress is cortisol and adren- adrenaline is... Oh, no, adrenaline is the hormone. Oh, yeah? Okay. Especially in conditions of stress. That's what uh, Google says. Cortisol is the primary stress hormone cortisol also curbs functions that would be non-essential or harmful in fight or flight situations adrenaline increases your heart rate elevates your blood pressure and boosts your energy supplies cortisol which is the primary stress hormone increases sugars in the bloodstream and enhances your brain's use of glucose and increases the ability of substances that repair tissues i thought that that was bad adrenaline and cortisol yeah so did i like too much cortisol it's very yeah. bad for you. Well, maybe that's that's the key, right? It's too it's too much. Maybe there's like a threshold, Ooh. a healthy limit. Three stress hormones are adrenaline, cortisol, norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. Good job. I don't know. How you say it. 
Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, stress is bad. And like you said, I wonder if a healthy, like you might say, a healthy stress response would be to, to go on a roller coaster. Adrenaline. No, that's yeah. not what I said. Sorry. What that's not it? what I said. Okay. I didn't say a healthy stress response is to go on a roller coaster. No, no, no. I, I meant like I said. I was trying to come up with healthy things you could do, Kylie, instead of being late. <laughs> oh, it was specific to me. Oh, I see. Yes. Like, okay. So instead of if you're seeking <laughs> like a way to seek a thrill that doesn't piss your friends off. Yeah, no, I think I'm just going to have to continuously be late. I can't think of a healthy way to, to get that same response. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Will happen one day. They'll kill me when they hear me say it. <laughs> what they need to do is is start telling you um like the party starts at seven but the party really starts at eight. Oh, you think they don't do that already they do that oh they do but But you're still late i'm the i know that they're doing that oh (laughs) well then that's not effective you need to not know it's happening i feel like there needs to be a reward system i feel like no i feel like i just need to get my shit together and i need to just be better at planning and I'm get I am getting there what are some ways that when you maybe aren't super overwhelmed that you would curb your stress slash adrenaline slash do you enjoy that feeling of that rush that high no okay I don't well no I mean I don't really the adrenaline the adrenaline from stress as a pot like that's not a positive feeling for me yeah. adrenaline it if it's something that like I'm excited or hyped up about then that's good but I do not like feeling stress I also tend to reach a point where I shut down like I'm not going to be a high performer in those situations you know some people like really like they like feed off stress and they it like gets them gets them motivated and gets them producing I'm like the opposite I'm like I gotta go take myself for a walk I'm done it's a fine line because I think um, those people they reach a they reach a point where the stress actually isn't positive isn't positively impacting their ability to do work. It actually starts becoming debilitating. Uh, I was just thinking about the episode we did on procrastination mm-hmm. and how you know you I guess. And I don't remember, this was a while ago that we did this. I don't remember what you said about it, but it's kind of like you procrastinate, like you need to procrastinate to get something done. Like yeah. last minute works for people is I guess what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like last minute anything. I don't like when people like tell me things at the last minute. I don't like when I have to do something at the last minute. I just, I don't like, I don't like being rushed. I don't like feeling rushed. I don't I don't like I'm working on this project at work right now and the due dates for things have been communicated at like such the last like like too late and I'm like you gotta give people like more time you know yeah I I hate that I'm like to me that's like bad planning like you know it is like you know like you know like I know it's like the worst but it happens because not everyone is great at planning. Some people enjoy skating on the ice, and some of those people are me. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really like that your therapist told you that that's your personality. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's funny. 
<laughs> helping me justify myself. One bad habit at a time. <laughs> I, but I accept myself. I accept this is part of me. No, I mean, that's why I'm saying I, don't, I neither agree with them nor disagree with them. I think that it's definitely something I can work on. If it's a character flaw of mine, doesn't really, or it doesn't really matter if it's a character flaw, personality, whatever. It is something I'm aware of and know I need to work on and can take active steps to work on. Um, well, let me, ask, let me ask you a question, though. Knowing something, knowing that you can work on it, is that the same thing as wanting to work on it? No. Like, do you actually want to work on that? No. Or are you just going to do it to appease other people? I'm going to do it to appease other people. So don't do it. Who cares? You're a late person. They know this. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's really not great. And it's it's very disrespectful to people's time. And and I know that. I mean, it I can know. be. Yes, it can be. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get pissed off when people aren't on time. The stress. Anyway, we talked anything. about a... Oh, does it teach me anything? Mm. Um, I would say it teaches me how to how to deal with my reactions. More of like a uh, how do I avoid being stressed, or how do I lessen the stress? So, in a situation like this week, where you're feeling like you need to climb out of the situation, have those coping reactions from past stress experiences are they able to le- like help you to lessen? the load and the weight of feeding stress? I think I'm more able to give myself some grace Hmm. or at least recognize that I should give myself some grace and not have, like, I can't do it all. That's really what the lesson is for me. Like if I'm, and I'm thinking of things that aren't like, oh, the supermarket's out of almond milk. It's like, (laughs) that was a stupid example. But um yeah, I would say it particularly like what I've been dealing with this week, I'm mm. feeling stressed at work. It's it's yeah, it's it's around realizing I can't do it all, being okay asking for help, mm. um taking a break. I would I would say in for things like, oh, there's traffic or um things that are like outside of my control, I'm I've learned, and I think a lot of this has to do too with like not living in New York anymore, mm. um, where that's like a very like, you know, tense, it can be very tense. Everyone's kind of like stressed, um, has helped me like not get stressed about things that don't matter. Yeah. Anymore. So definitely see over the years like a reduction in my overreaction or just having a different reaction to things interesting and you didn't need to like supplement the stress you felt in new york for like feeling less stress now like you haven't done anything to get to the same level because you're not addicted to the adrenaline like me. no i don't know i'm definitely not um no it's it's just it's more like just letting certain things go like so there's traffic okay deal with it (laughs) like there's no reason to like I get it if you're late and you're rushing I totally feel that because I hate being late but you can't do anything about it so it's helped me in in those situations Mm. but that's very different from 
there's, you know, that's different from like the work stress or stress about things that are important or will impact your life. Like the traffic's not going to impact my life. That's very vague. No, that's saying something without saying anything. That's okay. There's definitely a takeaway in there. (laughs) But sometimes I think like, I don't feel like I have the luxury to stress. Like the stress is there, but I don't have the luxury to recognize the stress is there. I just need to go, I'm stressed and I just need to carry on. Um, like if there's a deadline, I can't let I can't let the stress allow me to be overwhelmed and do nothing. Even if it does, it's like sometimes I just have to be like, you know what, you have to get over it. You have to just, you have to focus on something else that's not the stress and just to get this thing done. When the project is done, it's this anti-climax that I experience where it's like, yeah, I'm glad the project's done. But now that adrenaline's left my body and I'm like, okay, now I can just, I'm on this like calm down. In a good way or in a, oh, I need something else to get me. No, in, in a good that... way. In a good way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, okay, well, but I'm exhausted. Yeah. So any, uh, parting words you have for us on stress don't stress it's bad very bad (laughs) stop stressing stop it (laughs) that's usually your advice just don't just just leave the cult just don't join one to begin with just just don't do it man (laughs) just just please don't um parting words i'd say is stress is very normal anxiety is becoming more and more normalized now um, especially because you know of what's been happening the last few years and it's okay to feel stressed I think you made a really valuable point earlier about sometimes you just got to ask for help sometimes you just need to pick up the phone or message someone and go I'm having a really hard time I'm struggling I just need you to listen and or help me with something um, but going through stress alone anxiety alone can make things feel all the more overwhelming and sometimes sharing the load with someone might be helpful i will say before i before we go that mm-hmm. i did do that this week i phoned a friend <laughs> at work yeah. and i was like i can't i can't i think it was first of all he took he took something on for me that was really causing me a lot of distress and I did something for him that I felt like I could easily do. And it relieved such a burden from me. Yeah. And I, it was, it actually was like a really important lesson for me for both like being able to reach out and say, ask for help, but also say like admit when you're like, I just can't do this. And that that's okay. Yeah. Another hard topic. Debunked. <laughs> Debunked. <laughs> We solved it. Yes, hooray. We've solved it. Stress, cortisol, and adrenaline. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Drugs are great. <laughs> are we done? I think we're done.